What radio? The music you want. Don't touch that dial. And if your radio still has a dial, consider getting a new radio. The music you want is right here. Radio What.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you can have me at your next event. Speaking of events, today on the program, Mary Holt of the Rock Tight Agency. What is that you say? Tra-la-la? Well, you're going to find out in the next few minutes. In your ears, I tell you, on the program today. Let's see. It's uh, Saturday. I don't have anything going on tonight. Kind of excited about that, having a Saturday night off. Now, next week, I do have two public shows. Oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day coming up next Friday night at the Rab. It's uh, I'll be the doing the regular Friday night gig. It's the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Video dance party, karaoke jam. Kind of excited about that. It's going to be a love fest. I like that Valentine's Day fell on a day that I'm at the Rab. That's my usual Friday night. They got the full bar, kitchen, pool tables. You know, they're probably going to do something special for the lovers in the house and, and even the singles. You know, maybe we'll have a little a little thing where I'll... Uh, I'll uh, try to get the singles together. Uh, if they want to be together. If not, don't worry about it. Being solo is okay. Happy Singles Awareness Day as well. <laughs> so there you go. That's Friday, February 14th. Catch me at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas from 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Saturday. I got another love fest. It's a brand new location for me. Los Cabos Mexican Restaurant in Moralton, Arkansas. Now, he, he called me. Let's see. The, the owner of Los Cabos called me, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And he says, hey, uh, do you have Valentine's Day available? I go, no, but I do have that Saturday night. So we, uh, we're going to do another Valentine's or, you know, just a love fest celebration at Los Cabos Mexican Restaurant in Moralton, Arkansas. Exciting. Two love fests this year. Now that one, since it's a brand new venue for me, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Los Cabos, I've heard good things about their food, uh, Mexican food. Uh, the guy speaks Spanish, and thankfully I speak a little Spanish, so uh, it worked out just fine. He speaks Spanish and, and English, so yeah. Uh, uh, so we got that. I think it starts at 6 p.m., and we go until about 10. Don't quote me on that. Check my Facebook, and I know I made an event for it. I probably should have checked it myself, but you know how I am on these things. I hardly ever edit. <laughs> so Friday night at the Rab for February 14th, Valentine's Day, and then February 15th, you get another chance at Los Cabos Mexican Restaurant in Moralton, Arkansas. So... Without further ado, I don't even have to be on a phone call with Mary Holt of the Rock Tide Agency. I get to go visit with her over at La Quinta in Little Rock, Arkansas. Heading for La Quinta to see Mary Holt now.
<laughs> Mary Holt. Hello. Who's Mary Holt? Mary Holt is Mary Holt. Rock tight. <laughs> really? Well, that's it. Podcast over. Mary Holt, rock tight. A little rock Arkansas. See you later. Now, give the people a little idea who Mary Holt is. That smiling face that's right across from me at La Quinta Inn on Broadway in Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, um, I'm just a music lover, and uh, I love bringing music and joy to people, and putting on some great shows and introducing some great bands to people. Well, I know a little about you. I know a little about your promotion. You're definitely all over my Facebook feed. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're on, I guess you're on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yes. Uh, you know, making sure that the people know where the good shows are. You know, find mm-hmm. out where the entertainment is. What's going to get them off their couch and out on the streets and into a venue to see somebody perform live. Yeah, I've been a DJ for a while. I can't play an instrument at, well, you know, there are little chords here and there. Right. But I'm so enamored and jealous and, uh, and I'm an enthusiast myself of live music. Right. You know, and, and if I have the night off, which I do tonight, I'm going to go find somebody who's playing go. a guitar, who's playing a drum, who's playing a harmonica, who's playing something. And you're the one that's promoting those people here in Little Rock, Arkansas, and beyond. Yeah, um, well, I started myself as a musician. Um, I was the lead singer. Well, actually, I started out as a DJ. I had my own karaoke business. And when was this? It was oh, a timeline. Oh, gosh. That's been, whew, that's been about 10 years ago. 10 and, years uh, ago. All right. As we're recording, so maybe mm-hmm. 2010. Yeah. All right. And... Um, I actually had booked L.A. Guns at a bar in North Little Rock. Just at a karaoke show? No. <laughs> uh, actually, while I had my karaoke company, um, I was bartending at uh, my, well, my aunt used to own it, but this lady bought it. It used to be L.A. City Limits, and it's not there no more. Where's that? It's in North Little Rock. North Little Rock. Yes. L.A. City Limits in North Little yes. Rock. Why, was, why that name? I don't know why she came up with that name. <laughs> oh, L.A. is the place to be for music, I right, guess. Right. So you want to bring a little bit of that to Little Rock, yeah. Arkansas. And North Little Rock, Arkansas, which <laughs> is its own place. And we'll get into geography later, maybe. <laughs> but uh, the owner had just mentioned to me, you know, she said she would like to have L.A. guns. And, and I was like, you know, me and Paul Black was already friends on Facebook. And I was like, I probably could make that happen. And at the time, I had my own female motorcycle social club that rode for better women and abused children, the Walt Hearts SC. And so I contacted Paul and got her a price, a price she can work with. And before I even got into booking bands, I, my first band I booked was L.A. Guns. And That's <laughs> a good place to start. You know, yeah. They're a rocking band. Oh, they were awesome. They And it just so happened that the date fell on the Wild Hearts one-year anniversary. So, um, Well, explain more for people that don't know. Uh, the Wild Hearts were a female mode, and they're still going. They do a lot of charity work. Um, Brenda... Uh, which, aka Stripper, is her nickname. Okay. And uh, they, uh, she, you can go to Long Branch in Little Rock and see her anytime. But every year she does a tourist for Tots, and uh, recently she got an award 
because of how much she's done for Toys for Tots. She took over the reins when I stepped down. And uh, so it worked out to where it was our one-year anniversary. So all my girls were there. And um, Paul actually asked me, which I've never known him to do it, if I wanted to get up and do backup vocals. And so I actually got to get on stage and do backup vocals with him uh, on Sex Action, uh, Ballad of Jane, which is one of my favorite songs. (laughs) And uh, it was just phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So that was my first taste of booking a live band. So no practice with L.A. Guns before? No. He just said, oh, you're a karaoke DJ. You probably know how to sing. Yeah, and... When I got up there and did Ballad of Jane with them, I was going to get off stage, and they were like, no, man, you sounded great. Stay up here. So I got to do, like, three more songs with them. How did that feel? That felt great. Yeah. <laughs> so you, all right, you started as a karaoke DJ in 2010, mm-hmm. but uh, you've had a whole life before 2010. Where mm-hmm. did you grow up? Oh, well, I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I was an Army brat, so I was, I've been all over the world. And... I've been to Germany and Paris and all that. and Well, take us through the life of Mary <laughs> I got time. The listeners want to hear it all. Well, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of history. Um, several years ago, I don't remember exactly what year it was, uh, Peter Reed with Night Flying, actually, him and Tommy Rock um, actually did a story on me in Night Flying magazine. Yeah, who are these people? Do you expound yeah. more for the people that don't uh, know. Tommy Rock is a local musician out of Hot Springs, but he also works for Night Flying. And Peter Reed, of course, has Night Flying magazine. Everybody loves Peter. He's been around forever. If it wasn't for Peter, a lot of people wouldn't know, like, you know, with me and other people that are started promoting, wouldn't know where you can go find these great bands to listen to. I mean, he's had Night Flying Magazine forever, and he's just a great guy. But, um, and Night Flying is, is printed here in yes, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes, you can actually go online at nightflyingentertainmentmag.com, um, I believe it is. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right here in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. there's a Night Flying Magazine, and it promotes bands mostly? Oh, it promotes bands. It does stories on bands. Story, you know, um, matter of fact, I think... Um, He's a guitar player for Black Oak. He does a write-up in it. There's several different people that do write-ups in the Black magazine. Oak, Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, yeah, you need to check it out if you haven't. So. I, I haven't, and I will check it out. <laughs> and, and do they have a, a printed magazine still, or is it all online? Um, he used to have printed magazines yeah. that were on all the venues, and um, he's dealt with some health issues. So right now he does have the online uh, but he is hoping to go back to print soon. Well, you talk like it's so solemn. The kids are all online. Yeah. No, you know, and I've heard it before. Print is dead. It right. might be gone. Mm-hmm. I read all my stuff online. Right. You know, I, I do uh, a, another podcast that, that is learning, and it's all me reading stuff, articles that are printed online. Right. I, I don't think I've picked up a, a paper book in the longest time. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, and everything is so digital nowadays, so, you yeah. know. And um, you're digital, Mary Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're I, out there. Well, I'm I'm very pushy in a way uh, because if I think you need to know about something, or if there's a great band you need to know about, then I'm going to shove it down your throat till you go check them out. Because you will. the whole week before, <laughs> I see your happy face 
on the feed, usually talking to one of the artists uh, yes. or somebody involved with this. Yes. Um, you know, I do uh, Rockin' with Rock Tight. It's a little podcast thing that when um, shows are coming in and or if I'm putting on a show, I will actually interview the bands on the show to help promote that show. And I, I listen to podcasts all the time. Where can <laughs> I find Rockin' with Rock Tight? Well, actually, it's only in a group right now. I'm in the process of finding a radio station that wants to pick it up. It doesn't need to be on a radio station. Yeah. Well, I've been on terrestrial radio for more than 30 years. It, it well, might I'm be looking, dead, too. I'm looking for an internet radio po- station. Podcast yeah. is the way to go. Right. And, uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout them out because the, they're, they're free. Anchor. FM. Start yeah, a I've actually, I've, for free. I've actually looked into Anchor. Yes. I, I paid for podcasting before, mm-hmm. and and here I am doing my spot. <laughs> but no, Anchor is free. If you have something to say, if you have something to promote, if you have some idea, if you just want to get things off your chest, right. put it out there for free. For well, free. you know, I think there's so many mus- great musicians out there, and. There's a story behind every band. Yeah. There's a story how that band was built. There's a story about every member in that band. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, of course, love their music. But, you know, I love to bring that story that goes with that music. You know, what what were you going through when you wrote that song? Or, right. You know, because there's a lot of great musicians out there that have a lot of amazing stories. Mm-hmm. and. I just think they deserve to be heard. You know, it's like when I, I also was the sec, the lead female vocalist in Sister Rock. It was me, Joe Burris, Phil Link, Stuart Holt on bass, and we had several different drummers. But when was Sister Rock? Uh, a Sister no. Rock, Sister Rock was about I think it was about six years ago. Um, six years ago, and we were. We were rocking every weekend. I mean, we opened for Black Oak. We we had our one-year anniversary at Hard Riders. Um, and it was so packed that they had to literally open the garage doors yeah. and put some benches outside. And we had uh, a harmonica player, Mark Green, which is no longer with us, may he rest in peace. He was our harmonica player, but he also played guitar so we had him and another female open for us and we had our friend pinky which she was very well known in that area uh, she was the mc and we just made a big old party out of it and um sister rock went strong for five years five years it went strong and uh i got sick and joe who is still recovering from open heart surgery she got sick and um so we put it on the back burner which everybody keeps asking when sister rock is coming back right we have we have some diehard fans um not even two years ago a lady actually went and got sister rock per professionally tattooed on her forearm yeah and so you know we will be coming back and uh, we're, we're gonna do maybe two shows a year and make it a special event but you know music has always been a big part of my life you know i got i the first band i was in was in nto what's, um what's nto nto used to be a big blues band here in Little Rock. Okay. And Joe Marks was the lead singer. When was this? 
This was about three years before Sister Rock. Okay, so 2011, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's where we're going. And I had a music manager that actually, at that time, he had a limo service. Wait, was this after L.A. Guns? Yes, it was after okay, L.A. So Guns. Okay, after L.A. Guns, yes. you got inspired to go, hey, let mm-hmm. me try this out. Yeah. Quit the karaoke completely? Well, I, yeah, I quit, uh, I quit the karaoke, and I actually started it back up at a later date. Okay. But... Um, Actually, this was before the. I'm getting all t- 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 no, that's okay. twisted because this was before the karaoke. No, so that's what that's what this is. We're forming out the timeline, yeah. the, the life of Mary Holt. So how, first, how you it came was to be here. L.A. Guns. Then I was in NTO, mm-hmm. and then I started my own karaoke company. So, okay, yeah. So and then it was oh, Sister Rock. Oh, okay, so L.A. Guns is first. Yes, well, 2009, 2008, yeah. somewhere yeah. around there. L.A. Guns is was first, and then. Uh, I was in NTO, then I started Sister, uh, then I had my karaoke, then I started Sister Rock. So, you you booked that band for your aunt's well, place? Well, uh, it used to be my aunt's place, uh, but another lady had bought it. Right. Oh, and she had bought it at, yeah. already? Mm-hmm. And you were working there? Yeah. Uh, okay. And at, she just happened to ask what? me. Doing, doing what? I was waitress. Just wait. Well, just waiting wait until. Oh, fantastic. Okay. How were you were waitressing? Uh, I was really good. Yeah, you good waitress. Yeah, <laughs> happy face there. Okay. I, I always made good tips. But, you know, um, I had this, when I was in NTO, I was actually, I got it discovered by karaoke. Uh, uh, Gators, there used to be Gators, which was that barge on the river in North okay. Little Rock. It's no longer there. It's Now it's like, uh, it's connected to that um, that submarine thing. But it used to be Gators on the river. And I was actually doing karaoke, and this guy was there, and he's like, dude, you need to be singing in a band. So he, he recognized that yeah. you were a good singer already. And Where did that start? Uh, it started... It was, gosh, it's been a long time ago. Uh, shoot. When did you start singing? Were you single for I, your family? or? I, I've been singing all my life. Yeah. You know, but professionally, I've been singing about 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. But before that, in school, were you singing? Oh, yes. I was in choir and everything. Qu- band yeah. too? No, not band, but I but was in choir. choir. Yes. Okay. How did choir treat you in, ba- in uh, school? How did, they tr- how did the kids treat you? I, I loved it. You know, I've always had a passion for singing. Yeah. I mean, my mom told me stories about when I was a little girl, I would get up on the coffee table and have a candlestick, right. and I would be singing and dancing on the coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a performer from a young age. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so you say you were an Army brat. Let's go back to that. Uh, you, you started in Little Rock, and... Uh, I, I, I hardly ever want to divulge a, a woman's age. Always remember her birthday, but forget her age. <laughs> I'm proud of my age. I'm 47. Hey, 47. 51. <laughs> I just turned 51 a couple days ago, end of January. Right. So, congratulations. We're, we've made it made it here. <laughs> so, our, um, 47, that, that would, what, what year were you born? 72. 72, born in 69. So, 72, you, you're starting Little Rock. Where do you go from there? Well, my first memory that I remember, mm-hmm. that I remember, yes. is Germany. Is We were living in a little town in, uh, I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. It's called Gallen, well, I remember it as Gallenkirchen, Germany. Oh, yeah. And um, 
that was my first memory. Um, so you know German? Uh, kind, just a itty bit. You know, I don't know good words. I know bad words. <laughs> That's the first words that you always learn. <laughs> no, I know it's leave a dish, which means hey, I, love I love you. you. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Then, well, so, uh, uh-huh. I lived in a tourist town in, in the Keys, the Keys Dan, you know, Florida Keys. So I had to learn hello and goodbye and a few little things in many different languages. So ich liebe a dish. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's beautiful. And so, that's for the world. <laughs> that's right. But, you know... Um, so Germany's your first... Is, yeah. And mom and dad are there in Germany? Yeah, my mom and my stepdad. And um, even then, I was just into music. I was always listening to music. Um, my mom was actually... Uh, she was getting into photography, so she made me her little model. Yeah. And um, Well, you're a hottie. You deserve to be it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, you know... And do um, those pictures still exist? I'm sure they do. I've got one at the house I refused to put up because I had a Jerry Curl bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, everybody go to Mary Holt's house (laughs) and uh, find that Jerry Curl picture. Yeah, yeah. Family, (laughs) you have those pictures, those memories, and and I I find myself, and I might be projecting, that I don't print pictures out anymore. I haven't printed a picture in probably 10, maybe longer, 10 years or longer right everything lives on your hard drive or on your facebook or out there in social media somewhere but i'd like pictures that are on the wall right they're your memories and you have that picture up in your house yeah actually it's in my bedroom but i do have a lot of you know i have a lot of pictures from bands i've booked over the years and um and that's a picture that that your mom took Mm -hmm. that's got to be very special oh yes mom's still around my mom yes and she's she is just wonderful she is she's very inspirational because no matter what she has went through in her life all i remember is she was a go-getter you know and even though her health has declined and she's in a wheelchair she will run you over with that electric wheelchair yes she will she's a pepper (laughs) and she's she's one of my biggest fans you know um and in her young days, she was also a singer. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was in um, the band called the Crickets or something like Buddy that. Buddy Holly? Um, I don't know. All I know is she was a backup singer for the Crickets. And uh, that's pretty big. <laughs> Buddy Holly and the Crickets. But If the movie is right, uh, Buddy Holly split off. He took his name, and the Crickets stayed in Texas. Yeah, I don't know exactly if it was the actual Crickets, but I think the band's name was the Crickets. But me and her used to actually sing together, and she had always said that if I ever became a singer, that she would like me and her to do a song together. Yeah. And... I actually had a birthday party for her at Gators when I was with NTO, and I brought her there, and I actually sang her favorite song. (laughs) I think we're sitting in the break room. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Do we need to move? Nope. Okay. But I actually um, took a mic out to her, and we sang The Judge Love Can Build a Bridge together. Where where was this? It was, this was at Gators and on the river. Okay, Gators yeah. on the river. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, and she's, how, did, how did that? How, how did they respond to that? 
Oh, the crowd went crazy, and she cried like a baby. <laughs> I believe it. How old were you? I, this is when I was with NTO, so I was in my 20s. In your 20s. Mm-hmm. But previous to that, you never sang mm-hmm. with your mama? Uh-huh. Previous to that, you, you never sang with your mama? Nope. Just at the house, you know, at the house and stuff. So. I'm seeing your eyes starting to tear up. <laughs> You're thinking about this. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah, this she's, is a great memory right here. Well, she's she's very special to me, you know. Um, she's always taught me, no matter what you're going through, good or bad, always keep your head up and always keep moving forward, you know. And she's just awesome. Yeah, this is starting to get a, to yeah. Be a distraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that was the first time I ever used the pause. Yeah. So uh, we kind of moved moved out of that little <laughs> Quiet, into a quieter area. Maybe this will work out better. <laughs> All right. Back with Mary Holt. And you were just telling a story about you singing with your mom in yeah. your 20s at Gators and how special your mom is. Yeah, she's very inspirational. I mean, she's, like I said, she's always taught me, you know, you can do whatever you want to and always make sure you make your dreams come true. And she's been a big supporter of me when I was in NTO. You know, she was out in the crowd, and she was a proud mama. And, you know, she follows, she's followed my career. Um, when I had Sister Rock, she was she wanted the first, first demo. She wanted the first CD. Yes, she did. You know, and she wanted an autograph picture, you know. So she's always been just, she's been a very, very big inspiration. Well, now that we moved, I'm sitting on the other side of you and seeing another beautiful side of Mary Holt. <laughs> all right, so resetting, and y- you've been inspired by your mom. Where's your stepdad in all this? Mm, my stepdad, I really don't want to talk about. Okay, all right. He's, hey. he, he's where he needs to be. Moving on, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the one that moved you all over the world? Yeah. With the army? Mm-hmm. Okay, but you did you learn German a little bit? Yeah. Okay, and then you went, well, where's the, the next memory? And do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a older sister. Um, she's six years older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's she doing? Uh, she's just being a, a grandma and a, a wife. And, you know, she's, she, she follows me and she's, she loves what I'm doing. She's, you know, she's, my nephews and her are big supporters as well. Living here in Little Rock? Uh, she actually lives in Benton. Benton, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's not too far from Little Rock, so she no. can definitely follow follow along. And mm-hmm. I guess anybody who's got internet can follow along with Mary, <laughs> Holt, uh, Mary Holt all over the world. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so she, she's got her own family, and mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of work did she end up doing? Uh, she was a senior public accountant. I don't know, uh, an accountant? Okay. Yeah, she so used, numbers, when smart, Affiliated smart Foods used to be... Uh, across from when Affiliated Foods used to be where I think CalArc is now. Okay. Uh, she was their senior public accountant. It's fantastic. It so. sounds like a very responsible job. Okay. So that's uh, that's big sis. That's the only sibling mm-hmm. you got? Mm-hmm. All right. How was, how was it growing up with her? Six years older. I was painting her you? ass. Oh, I mean, <laughs> did you always want to be like her? Yeah, um, she she said her her funniest and fondest memory is I always wanted to go with her, and she wanted to be a teenager, and I bit her on her butt. Okay, well done. 
moving on. <laughs> All right, from Germany, do you, what, what's the next memory that you remember, or if you're thinking about it? Um, the next memory I is that comes to my mind is um, my son. You know, I, I, I became a mother at a very young age. So from being a little baby in Germany mm-hmm. to your son. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you got I, was, I actually was 15 years old when I 15. had him. 15? Mm-hmm. How did that change your life? It if, I, changed if I have it to the, ask. It changed it drastically. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I became a nursing assistant after he was born. Oh, okay. And he is, he is, he has made me so proud. He is, he's went to college He's graduated with honors. He's went to graduate college. Um, he's got masters and all this stuff. And he's married, and his wife they met in college. And he's just where did he go to school? He went to U- Euler, and then he went to Fayetteville. I like it. She's pointing. She's pointing yeah. the directions out to me for, <laughs> for those that can't see, and all, that's all of you. You can't see. <laughs> but okay, so and then the I, next. It, and what did he get a degree in? Um, he got. Um, it was uh, something science. Um, he was really into science and history, so he got several degrees, and he actually was going to go to graduate school. He went to graduate school, and he was actually, he graduated from that, and he was actually going to go in law. Brag on him. Yeah. Excellent. You did good, Mama. Yeah. I'm proud of him. I suspect you should be. Oh, yeah, and then I've got two beautiful girls. What? Uh, Yes, I got two beautiful girls. When did that happen? (laughs) That was after them. I, I got uh, married and uh, I got Sonia, which is my oldest daughter, and then I got M- Brittany Michelle, and my youngest is Colton. And so that's uh, four uh-huh. in Toto. Yep. Four. You've mm-hmm. been prolific. Oh yeah, fantastic. Which you know, um, you know everything with that, um, and this is another reason that what drives me as yes. Mary Holt is. When I married my husband before my husband that I'm with now, oh, okay. um, he act- I was actually pregnant with Colton, and he actually died in a car crash when I was nine months pregnant. Col- Colton? No, my husband. Hus- oh. Yeah, Philip. Philip, okay. Yeah, he was my husband before my husband now, which is Russell, which we've been together 17 years. Wow. Yeah. But uh, when Philip passed away, I was nine months pregnant, and not passed away. He was ripped away yeah. from you. And um, I went through a very hard time in my life. Yes, I actually um, went from being married with children to having no home um, because Philip's mom came, picked me up, and told me that Philip had passed. And I went had Colton exactly two weeks to the day from Philip passing. Um, she took me to the hospital. She dropped me off. I had Colton by myself. She didn't stay with me. Mm. And then when she picked me up, she said it was too painful to be around us. So basically, I was home. I just lost my husband. I had now four beautiful children, and I was homeless. Yeah. 
where does Mary Holt go from here? Well, the city of Mountain View actually put me and my children up in a hotel until we can get on housing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had a really, I had a really hard time at that time. I actually had a nervous breakdown, and I actually lost my children. And um, lost them to the government. Yes, and. Um, once I got in a better space in my life, mm-hmm. there's one thing that always connected me and my children, and that was music. So that's what got me started into music because I wanted them to be able to find me. And I knew if I got on a stage somewhere and was singing, maybe they could be out in that crowd and find me. Well, after Night Flying did the story on me, and that was in the story. Yeah. Um, what year was this? This. Uh, it's got to be 2008, 2008 so, something like that. Somewhere around there. Just, yeah, it's something like that. And uh, Night Flying did that story. And I was sitting it in the story had actually been out for almost a year. And I was sitting at home one night and I got a phone call. From? And. I answered the phone and she asked, she said, is this Mary Holt? Used to be Mary Wilson, Mary Lawson. And I was like, yep. And she said, I'm your daughter, Sonia. And I thought... daughter number... That's my oldest. Okay. And I thought somebody was playing a a bad joke on me. I was like, this ain't funny, whoever you are, click. Mm. You know, and she she called me back. And how she found me was by that night flying story. That that printout that it had your name, mm-hmm. Mary Lawson, in there. Yeah, Mary Hope. It was Mary the Holt never to. Um, yeah. It was. It was not. It's not over. The Mary Hope story. Wow! Look that up. Mm-hmm. Is that available online? Yes, it oh. is. And share uh, that on your page right now because I'm sending people <laughs> to it. And um, and it was really inspirational because she found me and I found out I was a grandmother of four beautiful grandboys and then not even two weeks after that I got a phone call another phone call and it was my youngest daughter so did your did did they grow up together no they 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 actually were split apart for how long were they they were in their 20s when they found me so from their when did they when did they Sonia get was taken 10. from you? Sonia was 10. So it was, it was, it was 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. And did you get to see them at all? No. Hear from them at all? Hear about what's I going mean, on? I mean, I had them? tried. I had tried to get them. I had fought for them and everything. And with me not having the money for a lawyer, I had a court-appointed lawyer. Right. And... I had actually, in the process of fighting for them, I had actually made the mistake and took DHS on because while I was fighting for them, they had my kids in a foster home. At this time, they were in the same foster home, in a foster home that was abusing them. Mm-hmm. And I raised nine kinds of you-know-what. I believe it. And I brought it to the attention of the judge and the supervisor of DHS in that area got arrested and he looked at me and said, you'll never see your kids again. 
and I was actually supposed to get them back the next court date. And when I came back the next court date, the mental evaluation from when I had my breakdown, mm-hmm. they used that against me and took it from me. Well, you wonder why people are going to break down if mm-hmm. the judge tells you you're never going to see your kid yeah. again. Yeah, I'm going to break down mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. And, and is that what happened? Yeah, I went to a very dark place in my life. Yeah. Um, I went to after that. I went to a very dark place in my life, and uh, but you know, it was once again, it was music. Um, it I kept trying to think of how I could find, and I, I, you know, you weren't supposed to have contact with them, but I looked for them and I couldn't find them, and that's what initially got me into music was hoping that someday I would be on a stage and they would be in that crowd and find me. And it was that story that Night Flying did on me that brought my children back to It me. worked. It worked. You reached mm-hmm. out to the world with your music, and you brought back your children. Mm-hmm. So are all four in contact with you now? Yeah. They're all, they're all, I mean. They're all grown? They're now. all grown. They in got their 20s? Yeah, they got, I've got a total of eight We'll see, four, five, six, yeah, eight grandbabies. Hey, four fantastic. boys and four girls. How often do you get a chance to have the family reunion? <laughs> uh, my oldest, she still has some animosity, which okay. I understand. Oh, no, you have you to. Know? And so um, we're not, once she found me, we we butted heads, but I, I keep my tabs on her. I know where she is yeah. through other people. Um, my youngest daughter, uh, Michelle, uh, we're, we're we're almost like sisters more than mother and daughter you know we 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 get along we argue we oh fight we love each other we you know it's it's but my grandbabies are just amazing um and my daughter is also a singer so you know that's I'm what I was going to bring that uh, bring yeah, that out. Did, have yeah. any of them uh, shown an affinity for singing? Because well, I fully actually, believe it's <laughs> in the blood. Mom was a singer. Yeah. You're a singer, and yeah. you were producing singing. Well, actually, uh, my daughter was actually supposed to audition in Nashville this last time that Ameri- was it American Idol? Ameri- yeah, American Idol was down there, and she, she actually called me and she wanted me to help her. And she chickened out. But I told her this year we're going to work to build her confidence up because she don't think she's worthy of being on stage, and I think she is. How old is she now? She's in her late 20s. Late 20s. My -hmm. goodness, it's time. Get out there. Go sing. She's got a beautiful voice. And she does karaoke shows around, maybe, or open mics? Yeah, she has. She has. I mean, to be honest, she's got a better voice than her mama does. All right. Well, I mean, that's what we do. We hope that our (laughs) kids are going to be better than than us. And it looks like that's what you've done. You've Mm -hmm. made four kids that have in turn made their own children, Mm -hmm. and it's growing. And Mm -hmm. now you get some of that love back, and that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. So I'm glad that that it it all ended out, but you did have those 10 years where you were Mm -hmm. in a rough spot. Well, I went through, um, during, you know, losing my kids and all that, and I I ended up with cancer, and uh, I was told I had six months to live, which I beat. When was this? That was during the time that I was without my children. In that 2000 Mm -hmm. to 2008, Mm -hmm. I guess, or maybe 1998? and uh when did your husband pass uh 1999 99 mm-hmm. okay and new year's eve new what in yeah. the world mm-hmm. <clears throat> he fell asleep behind the wheel 
Yeah. But, you know, I'm blessed because I am married to an amazing man that I've been married to for 17 years. Now, you say you met him shortly after. I I met him, I guess, we got married. We got married October the 21st, 17 years ago. Right. But you had known each other before? No, we actually um, met about a year prior to that at Gators. Um, they and this were, is you trying to start your music mm-hmm. career, yeah. maybe trying to get out there. Well, this is, you know, I'd already... Had you lost the kids already? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is this is an incredible man right here mm-hmm. that, that, that takes on a, a widower who is struggling. And we didn't know this when we first met. We, it, It's really ironic how we met because I love riding motorcycles. Okay. How and long has that been going on? all my life (laughs) as a kid too germany yeah no (laughs) and um gators bar and grill was having a uh poker run and what's a poker run for those uh, a poker run is where you know they'll have bikers come and they'll have different locations that you ride to and you will pick a cord and when you come back to that that end location uh the one with the best hand will win a prize. Is that a single person that has the best hand, or is that uh, the whole group that has the best N- hand? Whoever in that poker run has the best hand wins the prize. Yeah. And okay. I've heard of poker runs. I didn't know how so exactly my, they were. So my girlfriend was actually riding with a friend of mine, and I went with them. I followed them up there in his truck, hoping I would find somebody I could ride with. Yeah. And so you ride by yourself? Yeah, I was in the truck, followed them up there on their bike. And oh, so you, you didn't have a bike? No. Oh, how sad. <laughs> a biker with no bike. <laughs> and when we got there, there was this big six-foot tall guy that was getting off this trike. How tall are you for the people? I'm five foot one. Five foot one. <laughs> and he's six, six foot one. He's this six is, this foot is, six. Six foot six. He's yeah, towering, towering yeah. <laughs> individual. Okay, but he was actually getting off his trike, and his trike was a very unique-looking trike. Um, and hey, I'm was, an old man. If I ever got back on a bike, it would be a trike. And the funny thing is, is when he was getting off his trike, you know, I was like, "Man, that's cool." He's like, "Thanks," you know. He walked in. I walked in, and it was actually uh, my friend Gary. Uh, Russell was sitting at a table by himself, and he was like, hey, man, are you going on the poker run? He's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And he's like, well, man, come over here and sit with us. And he came over and sat with us, and and um, he was like, well, I'm thinking about it. And I said, I'd like to go, but I have nobody to ride with. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to ride, you split the entry fee, and you can ride with me. Okay. And... The rest is history. What? You got on the back of this man's bike, trike, and... Yeah, we um, talked... And and there's love blossoming. Right. Um, We actually talked on the phone for a couple weeks. Um, He lived close? No, he lived in in Haskell. I lived in Sherwood. So that's an hour or two away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Almost um, a long-distance relationship. (laughs) Anything more than 15 minutes. And I was actually living with a girlfriend of mine, and I was painting houses for a living. And me and the girlfriend had a falling out, and me and him had been talking on the phone. 
and he actually told me I could rent his spare bedroom until I found something of my own. Well, needless to say, I've never made it to that spare bedroom. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Love has blossomed. <laughs> so and we've cool. been married for 17 years. Mazel tov. Beautiful. Yeah. May the honeymoon never end. Yeah. Mary Holt, going through your life, man. This is great. <laughs> and so we've already been through uh, all your experiences. And how many how many countries did you live in? Did Germany to where to where that you well, can remember? Um, and did you learn any of the languages and the cultures? And, <laughs> and did you get any, any flavor out of that? <laughs> I would love to go back. I I know that we lived in Germany, but we visited Paris, Amsterdam, Austria. You know, we we seen so many things when I was a child. And I've always said that as an adult, I would love to go back and see what I did then to actually be able to experience as an adult. Because, I mean, I was a little girl and I seen the Eiffel Tower. Well, I would like to see it now. Oh, yeah. I I just saw a meme. If uh, traveling was free, you'd never see me again. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is not. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So, so, I mean, you did see some of these wonderful things, Mm -hmm. and you do have some kind of a recollection of these wonderful places Mm -hmm. that are thousands of years older than America, you know? Right. You know, we we have our own little history in this country, but it's nothing like going to Europe or or even beyond. Uh, There is some history out there to be seen in this great world. And uh, hopefully, you know, I'll get to see some of it as well. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen some of it, and I hope you get to travel some more. Yeah. You know, know. but so uh, you're married for 17 years now. And that gets us to to right now. Any anything happened in those seventeen years? Have you been any place or oh, seen anything? Any well, any travels with your your hubby? Well, I mean, we do a lot of traveling on the motorcycle, you know. And he's always been very supportive of anything I do. He was very supportive of my karaoke business. He was. Yeah my biggest fan when I was with Sister Rock and he's my biggest fan you know he's a truck driver and he's only home for maybe four days out of the month oh. and you know when I have shows at the rev room if he's in even though he's only in for two days he will drop everything and he will come be with me at my show because he he just he's he's very very inspirational and very supportive of everything very cool. I, I want to give shout-outs to all the, the venues that you've been mentioning. Uh, Rev Room is definitely a big one. I was just there uh, watching a, a show recently. But uh, the one, uh, Hard, 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 Hard Rider, Rider. Yes. Hard Rider that's like a, it, it's like a mechanics uh, facility, mm-hmm. a, a garage mm-hmm. that got turned. Half of it has been made into this really nice restaurant. And you say that they can open up the other part of it, the, the well, garage you know, part you of got, it, well, you, to make it you, even more venue. When you pull into Hard Rogers, right here is a, a motorcycle repair shop. Right. And then back here is the actual bar, which yes. is, BJ has it now, and it is a wonderful bar. Uh, has a nice stage, has nice, just a nice environment. And he's doing some shows out there. And oh uh, yeah, I went and saw Sideswipe there recently. Yeah. young young kids, uh, the good band. They've been on this podcast individually mm-hmm. and as a group. <laughs> and you know, and I'm I'm blessed to to work with a lot of venue owners. I mean, I've worked with the Blitz Pig and Hot Springs bringing Scott bands. You know, and 
and they have some of the best pizza there, you know, and I've, I've sent bands to Gas Monkey Bar and Grill in Texas. Uh, I've booked bands at the Ridgeler Room in Texas. How did uh, you get involved with all of this, booking all these different places? Well, I just decided that, um, you know, uh, when I worked for Little Rock Entertainment, you know, I helped him book bands for like corporate events. And I, I, I know that that name, but who is Little Wayne Rock? Willems. Wayne Willems. Wayne Willems. Okay. He's he's my mentor. Excellent. He's my buddy. He's Excellent. my buddy. He's the one that actually showed me, you know, what it takes to to book bands properly and to work with venues properly. And you know, when I was getting ready to start Rock Tight Booking Agency, I had contacted him because I had the utmost respect for him to, you know, tell him I was thinking of starting Rock Tight and would would he support me and he was all for it. He said, You go for it, you're gonna do great. And what what brought you the name Rock Tight? Because when you when okay, when I came up with Rock Tight were there the any other names think, that you were thinking of? <laughs> I can't even, you know, if there was, I don't even, they don't even pop in my brain. Okay. The way I came up with Rock Tight is when you're at a show, you want that band rocking and you want that band tight. You want them tight. You want them solid. You want them to move your soul and just bas- basically make you escape the everyday life. So that's how I came up with Rock Tight. Oh, yeah. And the way that they get to Rock Tight is many, 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 many years of practice. <laughs> yes. So you got to appreciate those bands that are tight, that are rocking tight. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Rock Tight. That's a good name you for, know, and, for an agency. And since I've had Rock Tight, I've worked with a lot of great bands. What was uh, the first Rock Tight band that you... The first Rock Tight band. And, and how Ex- did that get a hold of How did you get a hold of them? Oh, gosh. Uh... I've had so many first because I didn't just do one. I did several at a time. <laughs> hit me, hit me with some of the you know, some of the goodies that you know that, uh, that gave you a shot. You hey, know, you can be my agent. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with McEwen. I've worked with. Uh, I'm pr- presently working with Thirteen X, yeah. which is we are all Thirteen X, by the way. Ah, yes, and, ah, yes. I've know, seen the <laughs> seen the memes. They are. I had Greg McEwen on this yeah. on our podcast too. He's great. And they, you know, they're, you know, 13X Miles and Tommy and them, they're a great bunch of guys. And, you know, um, I book myself as a non-exclusive booking agent. Okay. So they can actually do their own thing, and I'll just help in the process. Now, I have taken on a couple exclusives. You know, when I had McEwen, they were an exclusive you know since then they've moved on to do their own thing which i wish them the best you know and then i've got 13x which is exclusive and uh it's an honor to work with them and uh i'm also for those that that want to be uh, or, or thinking for those bands or, or people that are starting out in the music business that are thinking about getting an agent or not getting an agent doing it all on their own What's the advantage of having a booking agent, Rock Tight? Well, you know, the, the difference between Rock Tight and every other agency is I will actually help bands without charging them if if they need, like, advice or whatever. Um, 
I do not believe that an agent should take away from the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe what you do should always be all about the bands. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think I'm a little silly for being that way. I don't. Because I want everyone's dreams to come true, you know. Now, if I book a gig for somebody, if it's a gig that's 500 or better, yes, I charge a 10% booking fee. But if it's a door deal, I'm not going to take a 10% booking fee because it's a door deal. You never know what you're going to make. And that's not right. You know, nice lady, Mary Hope. <laughs> and I mean, same thing with this podcast. I, I like to learn from people. I don't make a lot of money out of this. Yeah. Like a buck. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, and and by the way, y'all should support him and do whatever you can and donate. Just tell if you me can. stories. Yeah. No, don't even don't even worry about it. Just just tell me stories. Well, Keep I'm gonna going to plug you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, um, and the more I got into booking bands and sending bands to different venues and working with venue owners, you know, I have also been that person when I was with Little Rock Entertainment, I actually was the exclusive booking agent for what used to be, it's the Copper Penny now, it used to be Lucky's Bar and Grill in Hot Springs. Okay. So I was the exclusive booking agent for them. So I've seen all aspects. What kind of bands did they have? We had had Starneck and the Car Thieves. Starneck and the Car Thieves was my first, and they weren't rock type, but to me, they were my first exclusive band. And I literally cried, and Drew Allen, if you're listening, you know this. I literally cried when Starneck and the Carthys broke up. Oh, well, because so they how were long did that relationship last. Oh, we're still friends today. No, I mean with you guys working oh, together. we worked together the, you know, the, up until you know I had my own karaoke company. Uh, I got them out of retirement. I worked my deal with them. And actually got them to come out of retirement to play my birthday party. Yes. <laughs> and I will make that happen again. I because they were Hope one does. of those bands that were so tight and just so entertaining. That they were not just tight. They were rock tight. That's right. They were rock tight. <laughs> you know, they were awesome. And, you know, I've worked with great bands like Exit from Dark. Um, you know, I've put on shows with Samantha Allen from DMP at the Rev Room. Uh which I think I'm going to an exit from Dark show uh, February 22nd out in Clarksville, if I'm not mistaken. Knoxville. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just saw that on my feed, and I go, you know what? I have that Saturday night off. Rare treat. <laughs> well, you know, and there's so many great, you know, there's so many great bands out there that no one knows about. And that's why I do what I do with Rock Tight, and that's why I do what I do with you know, the rocking with rock tight thing, the interviews. Yeah. Because, you know, there's so many great bands that deserve to be heard. Yeah, there's another band in that same show that they were talking about you. I was talking to their guitarist, Cab Over Pete, and I was talking to the guitarist, uh, Jason Lancaster, who's also been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's, he goes, and I, I mentioned you. I mentioned Mary Holt. You need to talk to this lady. And she says, I think Rod's been talking to her or talking <laughs> about her. Is that something? Have you talked to Rod from, from Cab Over Pete? Uh, I know. You talked to so many people. I've talked to so many people. And, you know, I've got so many people that have contacted me recently because I've got a wonderful lady that actually works with the Chris Kyle Foundation in Texas. 
and uh, she's going to be hooking me up with some uh, venues in Texas that I can send bands to. And so I've been reaching out to get more bands information and EPKs because the What's more an EPK? electric press kit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I also have, you know, the honor of working with 434 Management, which is Paul Crosby, the drummer for Saliva, and Derek Fashan. Oh, yeah. I'm their senior booking agent. And thank you for letting me have Derek on the show. He was great. Oh, no, they're a great bunch of guys, you know. And Jay Jones, he was he's just phenomenal. He's you know? a star. And yeah. he, he's so passionate for yes. what he's doing. He is oh, just you can tell. Awesome. He wants to be out there in front of people, getting that energy, feeling it. That, man, that's oh. what being in a band or being a karaoke mm-hmm. DJ you get that that crowd you're you're with people at their happiest times oh and, yes you know they got off their couch off their humdrum lives they come out to a show Mary Holt rock tight you helped put that together yeah. I tell you what you know the country proud fest was amazing yeah. it was amazing and it was amazing turnout we um the VIPs we had um 32 VIP passes and by the time the VIP doors opened, we had sold those VIP passes, and people were upgrading to VIP so they could be part of the VIP experience. And once again, I did that with Sam from DMP Productions. And then, you know, before that, we had the... No, tell people about the Country uh, Strong, because that was just recently. Yeah, that was at, at the Rev Room. At yes. the Rev Room, mm-hmm. at, and that went well. I'm oh, yes. so sorry that I couldn't make it. I had to be in Heber Springs that night, but... I'm so glad that that went well. And what what was the experience with the VIPs? What do they get with that? Well, actually, when we do shows at the Rev Room, for your VIP experience, you get early entry, you get a VIP badge, um, you get a meet and greet with all the bands and the co-hosts, you get an autograph event poster, 11 by 17 autograph event poster, and you get reserved seating. So we, and each VIP, each show that me and Sam do, we try something different to add to it. Like this one, Jay Jones actually threw in, on top of everything, Jay Jones threw in a Jay Jones koozie. Uh, for every VIP. You better believe that those are, that little swag, man, when I was working in terrestrial radio, that was the best. When you went to those shows and, and you'd come, come back with a little badge to add to your collection, a little koozie cup that you could hold mm-hmm. your drink in and you go to your backyard party and, what's, who's Jay Jones? Right. Oh, that's cool. And then other people learn about that. And see, that we also did something different. This time we hired C-Mac with C-Mac Photography, Calvin McAllister. Do which it. He's badass. Uh, excuse my language. Yeah. But we hired him as our photographer. And for the VIPs, we actually had all the bands on the bill in front of the stage. And each VIP got to go up and have their picture taken with the crowd of bands. With an actual photographer. Yes. Go C-Mac. Yes. And oh, he did cool. a phenomenal job. You can go to Mary Holt on Facebook or Rock Tide on Facebook or DMP Productions. And in the albums, you can go to Country Proud Fest or you can go to C-Mac because he has the album on his and you can see all the phenomenal pictures that he took. Oh, there's some beautiful pictures. I I mean, they look like professional pictures. I didn't know who took them. C-Mac, represent. You'd be amazed at how appreciative because if I go to a show, I bring my camera. 
I bring mm-hmm. my good camera and I take pictures of the band and then I share them on my page and I share them with them. Mm-hmm. How appreciative it is for a band or even a DJ or somebody who's entertaining you to have pictures of their show because exactly. they don't get to see it from that side. They, they, and, and then they can use that to maybe get another show. Exactly. Hey, look how much fun these people had at this show. Hey, would you like me at your place? Exactly. Possibly the people at your place. And will see, have that's more fun. what I do when I either, whether it be a show I put on or just a live show I go to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, recently I went to Sticky Fingers. Yeah. And Shane Michelle was there. Sean was Mich- there for, Sean Michelle was there. I was there for Bud Jones. Yeah. I think he does an open mic there. Uh, Sean Michelle was there, and uh, Stephen Nieper and the Wild Hearts were there. And I videoed. I took great video, and I contacted, uh, sh- you know, Sean, and I was like, hey, I took great video of you in your live show. If you send me your email address, I'll send it over to you. Because one of the things that venues look for when they're booking bands is live video mm-hmm. because CDs can be so deceitful. Mm-hmm. So most venues, when you send them information to get to catch their eye, you want to have a great quality live video of you on stage mm-hmm. rocking out to a crowd. And so if I go to a live show, even if it's one I didn't book, you will see me with my iPhone, which takes wonderful wonderful pictures wonderful video you will see me up there videoing and i will be sending it to the bands when i'm done yeah you know it's just like any job almost any job your your potential <coughs> director is going to go to your social media and find out what kind of a person you are mm-hmm. and whatever you've projected out there on your social media and having a job as a band or, or, or a singer or, or somebody in the entertainment business is no different. Right. Your venue, the people that you're potentially going to be booked at, is going to want to go look at, hey, what have you been done before? Mm-hmm. And Mary Holt, you're helping that with, with Rock Tight. Now spell Rock Tight for the people. R-O-C-K-T-I-G-H-T. You spelled it that way uh, instead of uh, T-I-T-E uh-huh. uh, as uh, some other people might do, but Rock Tight as in tight yes you're rocking it yes excellent um so uh, what's going on now with rock tight well and and how how do people get a hold of you and how do people if they want to be promoted by mary holt and rock tight what do they well i have rock tight booking um you can go on there there is a list of bands i work with there is contact page there's also a rocking with rock tight podcast if you want to go check out some of the videos of oh, the, I listen to podcasts uh, the all the time band interviews that I've done not all of them's on there yet I'm I've got so many I'm still putting them all on there or you can find me on Facebook just by typing in rock tight um, or you can contact me on the Mary Hope Facebook profile which I do a lot of my stuff from that because I have over four Four thousand people on there. So. She's not bragging. No, I, I'm, I'm. She's blessed. well liked. I, I just love everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, and everybody loves you. Mm-hmm. Everybody I've talked to that is anywhere in the central Arkansas or even beyond area, I say Mary Holt. Oh, she's great. <laughs> oh, she's great. Wonderful person. Help me uh, get my get some people at my show. You know. Well, wonderful. I just believe in treating people how you want to be treated, and you know. And if you do that, then it's going to be great. 
you know. And I also got the Rockin' with Rock Tight group on Facebook. And I built that so that bands can have a group to go to, which they can put even, I don't care if I booked your show or not, if you have a show, you can go put it on my Mary Hope wall, you can go put it on my Rock Tight wall, you can go put it in the Rocking with Rock Tight group. And I will share it, I will push it, because I'm a firm believer in helping any band that's out there trying to do their thing help them as much as i can to get them out there and get them heard tag mary hold everybody now are you still doing any singing what are you doing um, for, for, i mean is this the only thing you're doing for a living or do you have no something else right now i'm doing rock tight uh like i said i'm going to be working on you know getting the internet radio station going but I'm still going to be doing some shows with Sam and DMP, and I'm still doing some work with 434 Management and booking their bands. And, you know, later this year, um, you might end up seeing a, a rock-type festival, you know. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, uh, everybody, uh, hashtag Rock Tight Festival. <laughs> I guess I just started the hashtag. Uh, make Mary Holt do it. Uh, now that you put it out into the universe, uh, I mean, how, how close to fruition? How many people have you talked to to, to get this going? Uh, I've actually been talking to several people, and um, I've got some of my show sponsors. Um, I want to give a shout-out to... Um, the people that helped me on my Rev Room shows, which is Michelle with Dazzle Me Productions. Um, I've got, you know, Anessa with A Cut Above. I've got, uh, let me look, I've got so many. <laughs> so are, are there any other employees with Rock Tight, or is it primarily you? It and is. And the, the, the people that you associate with, all these people that are helping you out? It is just Mary Holt. Uh, yes. Now I do partner up with Salmon from DMP Productions, Good. and she we works do well shows. We do shows together. Um, I am looking for someone that is dependable and that is a go getter uh, because I am Any of looking. Your kids? Um, well, they've got. They've got small children, so they're concentrating on their children right now. Well, these are the people that you tap on first. Family right. is always first. These are the, the, the people that are probably back you up for the rest of your life. You right, know? right. And I'm glad that you've reconnected with your children. But, you know, um, me and Michelle with Dazzle You Productions, yes. which right now she is on the Monsters of Rock cruise. And while she's on that Monsters of Rock cruise, she's going to also be handling some business. I will just put this little bug out there so it'll put this little, we got to keep our eyes open. All I will say is there will be, later this year, there will be an 80s, a Rock Titan Dazzle You production 80s fest. Uh, I come from the 80s. I'm here to help. Class of 86 rules, baby. We will, we will be having a national, and we will be having some regional and local bands. And Are you doing any singing, Mary Holt? I'm actually, I've got some original music that I'm actually looking for musicians to put a little side project together to actually start recording my original music. How many more musicians do you need to know? You have <laughs> hundreds in your pocket, if not thousands. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that they, they know you. I just haven't really. 
I'm taking my time with it, you know, because I, I want to find, I know the sound I'm looking for, and these were songs that I've wrote all my life that actually tells Mary Hope's story. These are songs I wrote during the time where I had lost my children. These are time, during, during the time that, you know, you know, I was dealing with the death of my husband and then the, the meeting of my great husband now. Yes. And just, it's, they're very powerful songs. And I've actually talked to several people that I really admire as a musician to see if they could find the right sound to go with what I'm looking for. Do you play any instruments? I don't even think we I, I don't play any instruments. Yeah. I I love the drums. Right. Um, I've always wanted to learn the drums. I've actually owned my own drum set, which I got rid of. And my my stepson, which lives with me, he has he plays drums, guitar, bass, piano, and I'm always in there trying to teach myself something. <laughs> I think you found a musician that'll help you get this uh, this dream into fruition. Yeah. You know, out of life experience, pain in particular comes mm-hmm. creativity. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've had a lot of this. You know, and how many songs have you written? I've got I've got six. Six songs. Put them out mm-hmm. there. <laughs> uh, let's let's get them produced. Yeah. I've got six songs and nobody nobody until right now has known that. Uh now we know. <laughs> now we got to push Mary Holt. Wait, what's the next hashtag? Mary Holt songs. Hashtag Mary Holt songs. <laughs> you know, and but you know, there's a lot of things. You know, I'm going to be doing more shows with Sam. Doing you know that show with Michelle, and um, there's a lot of things in the works. You know that I'm going to be working on. Um, yeah, as we record this and. February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's near on the horizon? Uh, well, I know in a, I know July. In July, I will be in Texas with Jay Jones. Um, he will be at the Pit Stop Bar in Nolanville, Texas, and Joker's uh, Joker's Ice House in um, uh, Joker's Ice House. Let's see, Nolanville. The Joker's Ice House is in Colleen, Texas. Um, I'm in the process of booking more bands uh, in Texas. And um, I'm in the process of booking more bands in Texas. And I'm getting ready to get with Chris King and get another Reverend show set up. And, um, you know, I've, I'm doing all this... And I'm fixing to um, be deal- be going through a little medical thing, uh, so I will be doing shows. Yeah, how'd the cancer end up? Well, it's back. Oh, sucky. But Same it's okay. Cancer. It's no, okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's okay uh, because luckily it's the earliest stage, mm-hmm. and uh, so. They're going to uh, do three rounds of treatment uh, with uh, chemo and Keytruda. And uh, it's luckily, I didn't even know there was a stage zero. Okay. I thought it was stage one four, right. through four. But there's actually a stage zero, which is means that it isn't deep into my lung, mm-hmm. which is 
not into the fatty tissue. So they normally just go take that off and you don't have to have chemo radiation. But due to my history, they can't do that. So they're going to do, you know, three rounds of this. And they're pretty prominent that it's going to take care of it. Prognosis good. Prognosis good. Yes. But in the meantime of going through all this, I'm going to be moving forward. Yeah, you will. And I'll be doing shows. I might be at the show in a mask, but I'm going to be there and I'm going to be rocking and rolling. Whatever personal struggles Mary Holt is in, <laughs> she's still going to be taking care of you. Rock tight agency. Digging it. Uh, that's that's a little bit about you, Mary Holt. <laughs> and, and what's the next show that you're, that you're doing? I haven't got one scheduled right now. Um, but I am in the process of getting in touch with Chris King to get my next Reverend one shut up. Now, it. I am also a sponsor for Rocktoberfest that Artbeat Entertainment is putting on in Spa City. Spa City Rocktoberfest. That's, Spa City is, mm-hmm. is Hot, Hot Springs, Springs, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dean Angus and Jerry Lewis, they own Artbeat Entertainment, and I am a proud sponsor of Rocktoberfest. And... Um, they this is i think their third year and um so i'm going i'm going to be one of their sponsors and i've got solidify out of fort smith on that bill they will be direct support for tantric dig it so it sounds like rock tight is ever forward any any last words for the people just get out there support your local music um live your dreams and Never give up and keep moving forward. Well, there you have it, party people. Mary Holt, Rock Tight Agency. I encourage you to give her a like, add her on Facebook, find her on Twitter, find her on all the social medias, find her on Instagram. And if you're in a band or you're some kind of an entertainer that uh, is thinking about the music industry or being in the business, I encourage you to talk to Mary Holt. She'll get you some information about it, and uh, she'll help you promote your band. You heard her. The girls, obviously, she does it for the love. It's not for any type of real monetary gain. Of course, yes, you know, you want to make a little little scratch. You know, you want to, you got to pay your bills. But uh, she's got a good thing going with her husband. She's promoting bands. He's out on the road. I mean, the lifeblood of America is truck drivers there. I said it. I'm sure it's been said before. I know it's been said before. But they have a good relationship going on. And she's got her kids. And and she's promoting bands. And, And she's, you know, if you're coming anywhere near the Arkansas area and even Texas, she's here to help. Uh, Mary Holt, look her up. And I encouraged her after the podcast was over to make sure that she puts her podcast that she's been doing, you know, video cast, just take the audio version of it and put it out there, put it out to the world. Let them hear it. Spotify and Apple and iTunes and all those places that people like to hear podcasts. Don't don't wait for uh, another radio station or some other entity to do it for you no no podcasts that's where it's at man you just get out there you put it out there to the world nobody's gonna fire you from a podcast they don't have to listen i do this podcast i'll i put out whatever i want and what i want is your stories and you heard a little bit about mary holt's story from the rock tight 
agency. And if you want to tell your story, yes, you, yes, you, my loyal listener, my humble person, my listener of the What Makes You Famous podcast, I want to hear your story. Give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of radiowhat.com. The music you want is on. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with some great Great quotes. The male is a domestic animal which, if treated with firmness, can be trained to do most things. Jilly Cooper. The music you want. RadioWhat.com. <laughs> <laughs>